0: You're listening to the Texas Home Buyers Podcast. Learn the do's and don'ts of buying your first home in the Lone Star State. This episode has been brought to you by Kelly Owens with Realm Real Estate Professionals. Looking to buy your next home? Text KEYS to 33339 to learn how Kelly can help you get the best deal possible. Episode nine, do's and don'ts of negotiations. You've looked for the ideal neighborhood and searched for the best available offers. Now, you finally found the property you are willing to pay for. Or maybe you were lucky. It was a love at first sight, and now you are eager to close the deal as soon as possible. Welcome to the most important and challenging part of the home buying process the price negotiations. Start with advanced knowledge of your financial status estimation and available financing options. As discussed earlier, if you are a first time home buyer, there will be federal programs and state loans to help you with down payment and mortgage interest rates. By this point in your search, you likely know how much money you wish to spend. Seriously considering all available opportunities and possibilities will give you flexibility during the negotiation process. How to make your first offer the best offer. Making your first offer is an important step and calls for a significant amount of preparation and analysis. Go in knowledgeable, with consideration of all the components of your price offer when submitting the proposal to the seller. You are not so much responding to their listing price as using your own factors in arriving at your offer. The two are not necessarily related. An important component is a comparative market analysis, which is a mathematical model to find out the real market value of your future home. It calculates the basic elements, such as number of bedrooms, bathrooms, and existence of a yard or swimming pool. Then it compares your potential home to similar houses on the market in your area. This model will give you an idea of the average local cost, which will be fundamental for your offer. After the approximation, add or remove the components that increase or decrease the value. For example, you know that the current owners have recently changed all the plumbing in the house. Or the opposite, their plumbing is 15 years old and will probably start breaking down soon. Get estimates for any immediate repairs necessary or ask for estimates. Then, research the market trends. Is the local market going up or down over the last few years? Do people buy or sell more? Are there houses being built that will soon be for sale? Are there teardowns and new construction that would indicate rising local home prices? Those calculations and forecasts may take time and effort, but they will leave you with options to consider and choose from. The real estate agent's services will be very helpful here in particular. It will not take this professional as much time to evaluate all the pros and cons and come to you with a proposal. Your real estate agent will assist in this analytical process and usually with the decision itself. The agent may advise on your offering price and the right adjustments for the various factors involved. After you agree on a price, the agent will send the proposal to the seller or the seller's agent. The seller or their agent will either accept it or present you with a counteroffer. Negotiations will go back and forth until you settle and reach an agreement. After that, the home buying will move into the escrow stage. Negotiating the price, which tactics to use. The goal of your negotiation is to buy a house for an amount of money you are willing and able to pay. And if you get it for less than you are willing to pay, you have exceeded your goal. Decide upon the highest maximum amount that you can afford and do not ever offer more. If you pay more than your maximum amount, you have already lost. Depending on what kind of market you are in, strategy and tactics will vary. In a buyer's market, i.e. there are more houses on the market than buyers looking, you have more opportunities to succeed. You can make a less reasonable offer, demand some house improvements, a better closing date, and even payment of closing fees by the owner, depending on how dramatically the market leans in favor of the buyer. In a seller's market, you have less leverage, as you are not the only one in line. You are most likely to succeed by offering a price close to or the same as the seller's price. If he does not get it from you, he will receive another offer soon and can afford to turn down a lower offer. It is good to investigate why the owners are selling the house. Do they want to sell it because they are moving for a new job? Are they moving soon and in a hurry? i.e., are they motivated sellers? Has the property price been reduced due to an extended period on the market? In both cases, it is likely they will want to sell quickly. You can more safely stand your ground if they make a counteroffer in such situations. If the house has been listed several times with a stable price, it is a sign the homeowners are taking their time and may be waiting for the highest offer. It is vital to understand that both the buyer and the seller may lose sight of the final goal to buy and to sell. Sometimes the parties get carried away in a battle of negotiating. Lock your eyes on the ball, but at the same time, keep your expectations realistic. The following tactics will hopefully help you stay focused. Use the middleman. Your real estate agent should be your middleman to negotiate with your seller's representative. Using him as a buffer will save you time and aggravation. He may also provide useful information concerning the sellers and their intentions, which the other party will not disclose to you. Wait for the big boss. Some third-party person, attorney, lawyer, professional friend of the family, needs to see and evaluate the offer and provide his or her expertise. This is a chance to lower the seller's counteroffer and keep your position. In addition, you will make the seller wait. This may make the seller believe you are considering other options and make them more amenable to your proposals. Be curious. Asking questions may draw valuable information from the seller. It might help uncover the reasoning behind the house's sale. This could offer valuable leverage if you do not know it yet. Consider compromise. Be ready to give away something during the negotiation. Focus on the main goal. Remember your main goal to get the house. Sometimes you will get stuck negotiating on minor details. It can be a good tactic to wait until you come to an agreement on the main points before proceeding to the details. How to avoid mistakes during the negotiation. Whether you are buying a house for the first time or just got carried away in the intensity of negotiation, mistakes happen. Keep these simple rules in mind. Be nice. No one likes rude people. Try not to offend your seller during a house visit. For example, discussing necessary renovations and the poor taste of the decorations may hurt feelings, if not the deal as well. Be calm. Do not express too much of an interest. Most specialists agree that when sellers see how much you want this house to become yours, they won't accept your first offer. To avoid a counteroffer, you should always play it cool, no matter how perfect this property is for you. Think like a seller. Change your perspective. Take a look at this situation. Imagine you must sell this house in two, five, or 10 years. Will it be possible? Or does it lack some basic features that the housing market considers essential? Do not expect the price to lower after inspections. Bid lower than you can pay and make your final offer with the most comfortable price you can afford. Repairs after the inspections will, most likely, not cost the seller millions. Sign cautiously. Make sure you acknowledge all terms and realize all liabilities before you sign any documents. Once you sign the contract, there is no way to make amendments without renegotiating and signing a new one. What if there are multiple offers? In a seller's market, you will probably have competition for the house you wish to buy. Sellers might be considering several offers at the same time. They will make their decision based on the best offer. They may also choose to work with one potential buyer and only send counteroffers to them. You, as a buyer, will not know. The best way to protect yourself from multiple offers is to make your offer better than the others. Receiving a pre-approval for the mortgage will be a good start to becoming the seller's choice. Also, let the seller know the financial options that you have. Some mortgage conditions and funding programs are more attractive and may influence the seller's decision. Bid close to listing price. There is not much sense in offering significantly less in a seller's market. Doing this will save you time and curtail an extended counter-offering process. It would be helpful to review your contingencies list. The fewer clauses you have there, the more attractive your offer seems to the seller. However, it is recommended not to remove home inspection. This would mean the seller would not be liable for any uncovered issues with the house, and you would have to pay for the repairs on your own. Showing your intentions by offering a large good faith deposit and down payment will usually convince the owner of your commitment. This may finally tilt the balance towards your proposal. Negotiating the price is a very stressful period in a house buying process. You can't be sure what the results will be or exactly how much money you will spend. In any case, keep in mind that the owner is interested in selling his home and you are willing to buy it. With a little time and effort, you will be able to do it. This has been the Texas Home Buyers Podcast, Brought to you by Kelly Owens with Realm Real Estate Professionals. Text the word KEYS to 33339 for more.